Diary of a Fund Manager, number 356, 22nd November 2021, Uncontrolled Experiments. In this week's diary, quiet markets in a busy world. Gold, private equity and COP26 all make an appearance. Change is everywhere, but questions outnumber answers when it comes to predicting the decade ahead. What China does will matter to all of us, but whether the shift back to state control from free enterprise will work is yet another imponderable. Markets have been relatively docile during the fortnight since the last diary. At least the charge higher in October and early November was followed by a plateau rather than a cliff. On reflection, markets seldom collapse from a peak. There is usually some advanced warning, as was the case in 1987, 2001 and 2008. Quiet markets are not the same as nothing going on. A long-established listed private equity fund, which has a reputation for making sensible decisions, reported a 35% increase in net asset value for the first nine months of the year. This excellent result was driven by earnings growth from the underlying investments, revaluations and realisations. The sun continues to shine very brightly on this part of the financial world, which makes calling the turn tricky. Earnings growth is related to economic growth and the skill of the portfolio manager, but revaluations and realisations are dependent on cheap money, lots of it, and confidence. A partial eclipse wouldn't be a problem, but sunset would be. Elsewhere, gold had a good month despite the strength of the US dollar. Post-event rationalisations multiplied as October turned to November, including rising concerns about inflation, but if so, why aren't investors also selling bonds and Chinese regulation of Bitcoin? Two of the giants of commerce, Amazon and Visa, squared up about charges when the latter increased the cost of each UK transaction using Visa cards from 0.3% to 1.5%. EU customers will continue to pay 0.3% as previously negotiated. A compromise is likely, but at the end of the day, this is another cost of independence. Quite rightly, COP26 laid siege to the headlines, but with no great effect on markets. Building the infrastructure of the future will be very energy and raw material intensive, which means that the next decade will continue to see an increase in carbon emissions. The can of whatever material was once again kicked down the road. I make no apology for sounding cynical, although admit that having just finished reading This Changes Everything by serial activist Naomi Klein, my attitude may have been biased by the last thing I read. In 2014, she wrote about what needed to be done by 2020. Seven years on, it could be republished today with just a few dates changed. We have become used to having our problems solved by central banks and governments, saying encouraging things and then flicking a few switches. Reducing carbon emission requires real action. That's not to say that investors aren't paying attention. In the absence of vote-losing legislation, it is the private sector that determines the funding of fossil fuel projects and collectively we and the companies involved in exploration are much less enthusiastic than we used to be. In financial terms, the risk-reward ratio has shifted a long way in recent years. As a result, higher energy prices and volatility are likely to remain with us long after the pandemic hit 
to supply chains has become a distant memory. What is also happening is that there is a transfer of carbon emitting assets from public companies to less transparent private vehicles. Public market pension funds and endowments amongst many that are subject to external pressure are selling to those who don't have to open their books to all comers. In the final hours of COP26, a tired and emotional delegate captured by the BBC proclaimed that by Monday morning, shareholders in the major oil companies would be running scared. In the event, prices ended slightly higher on the day. In a well-conceived scientific experiment, all the factors are the same except one variable. The results might then be used to test a hypothesis, make a discovery or demonstrate a known fact. The world isn't a petri dish, and so it is incorrect to describe any of the major changes underway at present as experiments, as there are just too many uncontrolled variables. Printing massive amounts of money or locking down and then reopening the global economy are unprecedented and will have many unpredictable consequences. To describe them as experiments is misleading, more likely 52 card pickup. The consequences of what is going on in China are similarly important and unpredictable. Picking out a few points from an informative closed-door geopolitical discussion that I took part in highlights the scale and speed of change, together with the risks involved. Quite clearly, there has been a swing back to the left with an overlay of nationalism. After three decades on the back foot, government control is once again outperforming freedom. As outsiders and investors, our concern remains the health of the Chinese economy. Given that, it is estimated that the private sector is responsible for 60% of GDP and 90% of innovation, will growth be sustained in the new China? Those from the West that choose to criticise China are punished. Australia, Canada, Japan, Korea, the Philippines, Sweden and the Baltic states have all found this to their cost. The US may see the upside of fighting China, but will Europe be prepared to trade morality for economic growth? Is an invasion of Taiwan imminent? Unlikely for now, as the downside for China and the risk of losing is just too great. Ten years from now, it might be a different matter. What happens over there will matter over here, but certainty is in short supply. If there is a more easily defined and monitored experiment going on in China, it is the use of technology. Can state planning be made to work? If government control can be turned into an artificial intelligence-driven algorithm fueled by billions of data points collected from every part of Chinese society, then inflexible and ultimately misguided five-year plans would be consigned to history. Churchill once said that democracy is the worst form of government, except for all the others that have been tried. China is trying to prove him wrong.